today on the Keel Podcast. Coaching changes in Las Vegas. Ray Shiro goes bye-bye from Jersey. Zach Cassian, not too happy with Matthew Kachuk. I wonder why. The ladies get the spotlight at the All-Star game. Key injuries for some big clubs. All this and more on this episode of the Keel Podcast. I really hope that we don't fumble this like Brad Marchand does. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Keel Podcast. I am your host, Alex Keel, alongside me, the insider to the insiders, <laughs> Tyler Keel. Nobody likes you, buddy. There's no cheering. <laughs> Just cricket. Well, I hope this sounds good because we're trying out a mixer. And a soundboard. Well, a soundboard. Literally an app on my phone. Well, it still works, though. It's sound. I mean, that's where you heard the crickets, of course. I mean, we got like, we got like an air horn. I mean, we got like, uh, I mean, we got the, we got the the Friday thing. I mean, we got, I mean, we got Simon and Garfunkel. I mean, we got, we got everything here. So, but hopefully it sounds good. It sounded, I did it for my broadcast last night. I thought I had a good call. With the air horns? No, gosh, no. <laughs> Can you imagine in a game? And the Panthers score! <laughs> but I hope, and it sounded kind of scratchy, so I hope, hopefully we figured it out. No, I did not use the soundboard for that, because that would have been a, a very... That would have been hilarious. You need to do that for a D3 game. Nobody else is listening. <laughs> exactly, just... Go off. Well, we played Grand Valley on Friday. We're probably going to lose by... Well, actually, they kept it within... They were down only by one to hope last night before blowing in the third period. Only down one to hope. And Dude, then hope's the like number one. seven goals in a row. No, uh, four. They allowed four. And it, Whatever. Regardless, I'm hoping this sounds... They scored at least like 17 goals this weekend against us. Right. And I'm hoping it sounds a little bit better today. Yeah, we'll see. Than it did try to last get, time. Try to get... B- 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 better about it we're doing still doing some uh getting some work done on it trying to figure out the kinks on her but hopefully it sounds good here today and tell us how you think how it sounds by using the hashtag the kill podcast tweet us at the kill podcast let us know what you think of our new sound system the mics are well we still have the mics on standby just in case we need them we do just just we can we can hook the mics up into this thing if we wanted to we probably could i mean however i have the quarter inch cables hook up to it thanks to the future brother-in-law is it brother-in-law if you're not if you're because elizabeth would be a sister-in-law would her husband be a brother-in-law would it be in-law in-law that's a good question you know what katie showed me this thing the other day where it's basically the graph of how things work and how like I forgot cousins twice removed that kind of whole thing. Oh. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's a whole kit and caboodle and a half. And obviously we can try to figure it out from there. We'll figure it out later though. You apparently have to be somewhere. So I do. So we should start talking about some hockey a little bit quicker this time than we usually do. We should. Um, so let's start off with a bang or uh, a spear going through someone's heart. Oh, oh, the heart. Gerard Gallant. Oh, fired. He's gone. This was actually, it's funny. I'm like, all right, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, we got some small stories here and there. Okay, Ray Shiro, Zach Cassian, Kachuk, all that good stuff. And then wham, Gerard Gallant fired by the New Jersey Devil, or by the 
of the Devils, by the Vegas Golden Knights. There you go. And I'm shocked, but I'm not overly surprised simply because of the fact that I... Well, I, I, when we tweeted out today the question, is this a hockey move or something else? And then multiple insiders came out and said, this is a hockey move, which is understandable. <clears throat> helps, it helps us out, helps us know what's going on because obviously there could be way, there could be in this day and age, especially with this season, the way it's gone, there could be many reasons why. Now, yes, the Vegas Golden Knights have kind of fallen off a little bit, currently right outside of a playoff spot right now, the wild card. But they, they had to make a change at some point or else you could tell things were starting to go a little bit haywire. Okay, but Peter DeBoer taking the place of coach for the team, is this, is this what Vegas needs right now? See, that's the question, Alex. I don't know. I really, truly don't know right now because... Because you look at this teams team can and bounce and you back, but like, we've seen so many times this season that it's actually helped. Calgary's done a lot better. The Leafs have done a lot better. Yeah, but Peter DeBoer doesn't know these players. He he doesn't know them. The well, reason, and that's the reason the why, like you look you look at the Leafs and being, you're like, uh, okay, this works for the Leafs because a lot of these players that came from the Marlies played for Sheldon Keefe, so he already has that like connection with them. And like right off the bat, you have John Tavares who's like completely supporting Sheldon Keefe. So, you know, the the veterans, if you will, are like, okay, yeah, we can buy into this guy. But Peter DeBoard has no relationship to these guys. Other than the fact that he coached a team that pretty much that got past the Knights after the Knights got screwed last year. Yeah. Can you, so that, can you that, imagine being a Knights fan? And there's a reason why they actually had to go into depth they actually had to talk about Peter DeBoer. The Vegas Golden Knights Twitter was very descriptive on what happened and who they brought in. They gave a little bit of backstory on Peter DeBoer. Because don't forget, despite the crazy fan base that the Knights have, the very spirited fans they have, they still don't have... I, I, I hate to say this. It's going to sound awful. Vegas Golden Knights, at me if you want to, at TJKU29. I, they're not the most hockey savvy yet. And by that, I mean, I don't think there's many that strictly follow the league that could tell you what Peter DeBoer did. Yes, he coached the San Jose Sharks, and if you looked into it quickly, yeah, he coached them to the Stanley Cup Finals in 2016. He also coached the Devils to the Cup in 2012, the final in 2012. Has not won one yet, but has been a successful coach in this, in this league. However, has always Relatively. Had, a good, has had a good team, has been able to put a good team together, but has somehow fallen off dramatically. Remember the 2012? They have a great run. They make it to the finals and futility. DeBoer gets fired, goes Sharks. Good year, good year, good year. Cup final and all right, they're there. Conference final last year. Gets fired this year just because they have a bad team. And Eric Carlson only has one foot. Neither Listen, here nor there. I don't think this is... You could have waited till the end of the year. You could have. I Is vague... Is McPhee still in that state of we need to keep winning or else? I don't is in know. General fear I just because imagine if the Knights only won twenty games that first year. Imagine it's fair, but to the same extent, I I see both and I see it two ways right now. Either a you could have waited till the end of the year to do something like this, and you know, just you know, start from the scratch. Well, not necessarily from scratch, but you know what I mean. We're going to do a new in, expansion in, draft. In year three, 
or you run the risk of like if you don't get Peter DeVore now somebody else is going to pick him up because there's so many teams there's that so many coaches have that are going to get fi- fired. so many more coaches that are going to get fired this year it's it's just at this point you know people are like you can call these coaches like victims of the 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 coach firing tirade or whatever I don't think so I think I, mean, I think now the move to fire a coach is a lot bolder and a lot more abrupt than it used to be because there were obviously a lot more well, coaches. It's not bold. It's not bolder now. Reason. It's a freaking trend. There's now it's a trend. But what I'm saying is like back then they would wait. It'd be like the NFL Black Monday. Everyone would get fired on the Monday after the season. Yeah, I'd so be it was okay a, with that. It was the same way in the National Hockey League for many years. When Joe yeah. Quenville got fired, everything was uproar. Absolutely, just you know, he's like people. Oh. People forget Pat Quinn. Excuse me, not Pat Quinn. Pat Burns was fired after the Canadians had a couple of years, good runs in the playoffs, just couldn't win a cup. And he was off for a year or two before coming out with the lease. People forget that. And that's just how it was back then. Nowadays, it's kind of, I don't want to say, I don't want to say the word sexy to do it or fashionable to do it. It's trendy. It is that way now because they've seen the quick turnarounds teams have had. Now, San Jose is still awful. San Jose is not going to do a darn thing. Los Angeles didn't do a darn thing. They won't do a darn thing. That's how she goes. That's how the games goes. That's how Listen, the games played. It's but, how I see it is this. It's the same scoop of ice cream, but instead of a marshmallow cherry, you put a strawberry on top. Some you're, people, you're, it's different. Yeah, no. Some people like it's fruit. different. And it's like, oh, this is cool. This is different. I'm different. I'm different. Is that how the song goes? Is that I'm it? different. Yeah, I'm different. Whatever, however it goes. But. I digress. I don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily agree with this. And here's the thing. The Pacific is still wide open. Despite so many teams having good opportunities right now to move up in the standings, I don't think Vegas is out of it. I never thought they were. You lose a couple games. The, the Pacific's weird. The West is weird. It's the wild, wild West for a reason. And It's the wild West. Here's the difference, though. Instead of having root two and good shooters you know, like John Wayne and Billy the Kid, you have a bunch of guys that are shooting blindfolded and hoping they hit something. That's what all these teams are doing. Basically. I mean, how long is it before, you know, Laviolette gets fired in Nashville? Yep, you, you don't know. But it's it's a tough call, and I mean, I mean, we'll just go right into it now. It's not only is that the the G, the, uh, the coach level, but it's basically coming up to the GM level now too. And Ray Lavi- Shiro just got La- fired, and I forgot totally. I totally forgot Laviolette got fired. You got you, he got fired too, and now Nashville is trying oh, that's to re- right Duh. and. I uh, lovely how Nashville's like maybe it's because recently biased because like I said happened this morning Nashville fired Laviolette I believe what right after like the two days after we did the show last week the game has changed so much this season in terms of how they view coaches they're <sighs> Hall of Fame coaches from from this point onward and I'm not joking I'm calling it from this season onward is going to be so much harder Quinville had mediocre teams for a long time with Chicago before he was I- fired. You know what? I don't think I don't think it's just going to be it's necessarily going to be harder to be a Hall of Fame coach. I would say that more or less it would be you have a coach who instead of coached like 5, 10 years with one team, they coached two with one. So it'd be like Larry then, Brown. Then they do like three with another and then maybe they finish out their coaching career with, you know, three or four with one team. It, you're probably not wrong. And that's the weirdest thing is that I don't see 
anybody really stepping up and being the guy. Listen, it, I, Roger Nielsen is a great coach for a long time, but he coached some really bad hockey teams. Joe Quinville, the year, I'm not kidding you, Alex, they won in 2010. 2012, they were knocked out by Phoenix, at that time, Phoenix. Joe Quinville would have been fired after that season. Right. In this day, apparently in this day and age, which was... Well, anybody eight. would have been fired. But now, but Quinville, Stan Bowman's like, he's our coach. He's still our guy. And guess what? Two cups later, who looks like a genius? Stan Bowman and Joel Quinville. And Joel guess, Quinville. Where both of their, guess where both of them are at right now? Well, Quinville is in Florida with a team that's still in a playoff spot, still has a chance to play Tampa in the first round. Potentially. And, and Stan Bowman is on a Chicago team that's okay. I mean, they're not out of a playoff spot, but they're not sitting pretty. But nonetheless... Wild West, it's open. Coaches are getting fired, and nobody's going to win. Nope. Except for, a, Pit, except for Pittsburgh. <laughs> except for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. No, Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. No, Pittsburgh's in the East. Well, I mean, well, you're right. Sorry. I'm thinking of like teams that are winning right now because Sidney Crosby puts up four points last night against Minnesota in his return. Sidney Crosby is a thing of his own. I, Pittsburgh is second in the Metro now. Yeah. Did we just kind of forget that? No. I Listen, you, you can ask anybody who actually pays attention to the whole league, and they'll tell you you never sleep on Pittsburgh. Period. And well, like, even it last doesn't year, matter what time of year. Even last year when they, they made could, it to the playoffs as a wild card team. Or the, the, excuse me, they were the third seed last year. Islanders had home ice advantage. Eh, Pittsburgh could still win this one, guys. Yeah, and then and then Robin and, always a cup. And then Robin Letter just says, "Psych," <laughs> just slams until, it until until they don't make the playoffs. They're a cup contender. Period. And the way the Metro is, I listen. Carolina probably will get a playoff spot. Probably now the Crusade, dude. Philly, don't care. Philly, I'm trying hey, not to. What? I'm I trying, don't care. I'm trying not to breathe in the microphone, but Philly. You know what? Philly can. You how, know, many, how many more times will they play Boston? How many times will they play Boston in a shootout before the season's over? Because I'm pretty sure they're like, can we do that a couple more times? And Brad Marchand just shoot every time. Listen, I'm just saying this. This team, this Carolina Hurricanes team, they're good. Everyone's doubting them. Everyone doubted them last year. I don't care. James Reimer, man. Listen, Optimus Rhymes making a comeback. Oh, it's not even just Optimus Rhyme. The team. The team is playing as a team. Okay, Bo Beckler. The team, the team, the team. It works. I know it does. And, and it's, if you think about it, but would it they doesn't be, matter who's on the ice. This team plays for the team. They, would, they don't play for one player. They don't, you know, they don't have huge all-stars. They have good players that they strategically place on different lines, and they're making it work. Yes, they have highlight moments. Sveshnikov has been blowing up the world with the lacrosse goal, but then again, it's becoming more and more common, and people and are Philip like... Philip Forsberg does it last night, now it's like, all right. like, oh my goodness, regular season games are becoming all-star games. Yeah. Who is their guy? Who does? If care? it's a skill that's all, it's allowed, then um, do it. If you can do it, then do it. it, it, it just play hockey. What's wrong with Sebastian Sveshnaho? Is he hurt still? Because why is Dougie Hamilton the only guy for Carolina? I know it's votes and stuff, but and can we talk about? I, mean, I know. Listen, Aho was. I know. Yo, not. I know. Jonas Carpasalo is hurt, and now Carter Hart's hurt. But is really the goalie tandem for the Metro in the All Star Game going to be Braden Holtby and Tristan Jari? Dude, I don't care. <laughs> the, no. I'm just the saying. fact that it's the Metro Division. No, I think it's stupid. It should be the East versus the West. 
period. Well, it's a three on three concept. But I'm saying no, is like Tristan like Jari is a all star goaltender by default. Three on three hockey because Matt stupid. Murray's hurt. Tristan Jari's had a good season. Don't get me wrong, but Corpusello, I, I just, whatever. But let's let's move on here. Um, so I, I mentioned it a little bit ago. Ray Shiro has been fired from um, New Jersey. No longer works there. Tom Fitzgerald is the interim general manager there. And I think we're already feeling the effects of it because P.K. Subban um, is saying that he is not requesting a trade from New Jersey. Which is... Which makes me think and makes everyone think that there was something between Ray Shiro and P.K. Subban. I don't think Ray Shiro's ever been a good GM. Pittsburgh fans can at me. I don't care. Ray Shiro got lucky with draft lottery. Yes. With getting Malkin, getting Flurry, getting Crosby in what three consecutive drafts, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, that order, yeah. or Flurry, Malkin, Crosby. However, it works. You got three generational, well, two three, generational, three talents. really good players. You got two generational talents and a solid all star. What really did Ray Shiro do? Bring in Billy Garen and what Gary Roberts, his career resurgence? I don't under, understand. Was he the what, guy that brought in Riley Sheehan? No, he brought in Castle, didn't he? No, that was that. No, that was Mother of God. He's a Hall of Famer now. Hold on. Anywho, pause. <sighs> Jim Rutherford brought in Kessel. Ray Shiro got fired after twenty. It was right after Crosby came back from the concussion. I remember that. But regard Ray Shiro, he did a couple things. Yeah, they won a cup in '09, but that team was that team was literally riding off the coattails of Latang. Crosby, Malkin, Flurry, and one good game from from Maxime Talbot. Kunitz was in that lineup, wasn't he? Chris Kunitz was in that lineup. The greatest player to ever come out of Fair State. And he he moved around. I think Ray Shearer brought him in. Yes, because he, he, came, he brought in some players. Kunitz came in right after. Because remember, it was legitimately, I think, the season after the Ducks won the Cup in 07. He came over to Pittsburgh. Right. So, yeah, he, he did some stuff there, and I, I'll give him some credit. But, but his, time, been in, able to his be... time in New Jersey has not been spectacular. And I completely agree with this. And I think New Jersey, you have – you're starting with a blank slate. Blank slate. Holy smokes, kind kid. Of. Yeah, just, you know what? I, I just I – just, Okay, that that, uh, was, that, that was, was unnecessary. That, that's a rookie mistake there. I don't. I don't we're not Tim and Sid. We're not good at the board yet. We're getting the hang of it. All right. Okay. Well, we're figuring it out. But I digress. The, at, you you lose Taylor Taylor Hall. You still have PK Subban, and he scores a goal last night. <clears throat> I don't care if he scores. I don't like PK Subban. Period. Are you one of those that doesn't like his personality or like how he plays? Because I get it. He's had an awful year. He's probably... Oh, I don't mind his personality at all. I think he's, you know, he, he can do whatever he wants to do off the ice. Dude. My 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 whole thing is I don't like how... NBC he's, is just waiting for him to retire. You know that, right? I, I don't I don't care. I don't like how he plays. Well, because it's, it's not working anymore. It worked in 2012, 2013. Have you seen him skate? He's slow. He yes. skates... No, not even just skates slow. He skates weird. Oh, he's always done. He's, he has his... Elbows I know, up, his, tucked in he's tight, got, and I, it's stupid. It's an idiot out there. It looks, it's very. He looks like a, a freaking halfback or a running back trying to take it up the sideline. Just he's got the ball tucked up in in there, but he's holding onto a stick and he's playing hockey. It's, it's, it is different looking, which makes it interesting at times. But I, 
I don't know if this will help New Jersey. I know Tom Fitzgerald, he's seasoned. He's been around the block with a bunch of teams. Remember, he was assistant coach for a good part of the season trying to figure out what was wrong before they fired John Hines. They hired Nashville with with Peter Lev. Anyways, teams that are firing coaches right now, I just don't think are going to win. And yes, we cheer for a team with Sheldon Keefe as a head coach after firing Babcock, but I'm just, I don't see Nashville getting better. I don't see New Jersey getting better. I don't see Toronto getting any better. That, that, but that, that, that they're in a playoff spot. They are in a playoff spot, but... Mainly because the Atlantic, with the exception of Florida... I still say, um, sir, you, you need to win a playoff round. I don't care who's the coach. The team needs to win a playoff round. Well, Vegas is one playoff You didn't round, do it last year. You need to do it this year. Are we still on Keith now? Is that what we're going with? I'm talking about the, the Leafs right now for a hot second. They need to win They need to win a round. I don't care who the coach is. You need to win a round, period. Get to the playoffs. Beat Boston because Tampa's going to catch him and pass him. Just beat Boston. I, I said it earlier Just this season when, when Sheldon Keith um, was named head coach. It's no longer up to the coach anymore. If they don't win a playoff round, it's the player's fault. It's the player's fault. That was the one we had the argument at Davenport. I remember that because Cooper had to, thankfully, Cooper came in to kind of calm this down. It was the player's fault. It was the player's fault last year. You could blame it on uh, on uh, Kadri. You could blame it on Matthews and Marner. Blame it on Nylander for not performing. Bad Tavares, point. whatever. You could blame it on them. Blame I, the, I, blame I the say, players. I blame the players, yeah. And blame the coach. And blame the GM. But this time you can't blame the GM and blame or the, the coach. entire board of Maple Leaf Sports Entertainment. Oh, and whatever. the city of Toronto for believing in them and the country of Canada as a whole. <sighs> you're trying no don't click it uh, you're trying to you're, look, click you're looking for a board you know, no because you want to know what we got we got to get going we got to get to the news and notes <laughs> i like it it's a good transition i like it okay there you go go we ahead get going um talking about the leafs morgan riley is out for two whole months eight with, weeks with a fractured foot so that's bad news it's bad news because um, Muzzin is still skating, but he's not in the lineup yet. And people are asking, they're calling Dubis and they're like, Hey, I got this player right here and he's really good. And, um, what was I going to say? Oh God. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> On starting defense. Number 36, 38. Erasmus Sandine. <laughs> I don't know what the scream is in there for, but it's I'll in allow there. it. Yeah. The what? Yeah, the scream sounds like a tie fighter. The what? Like the the sixteen time world champ John Cena. Remember? Do you remember that the promo they did with the Kings when he did twelve rounds? He came out there in the goal equipment. It's like, yeah, it's getting tough out there. It's John Cena. What do you know about hockey? I could score tons of goals. Uh, that was 2008. Anyways. Talking about dressing up as a goalie. Well, and who is actually a goaltender. Yes. Uh, Carter Hart is also injured. Yes. Carter Hart, who... Well, now it's going to be all to Brian Elliott with Philadelphia. He's out two to three weeks with an abdominal strain. An abdominal, not an oblique. Lower right abdominal strain. Now, is abominable it... Abominable snowman. Now, actually, I've never seen Carter Hart's physique, so I can't tell if he's got a four-pack, a six-pack, or an eight-pack. Or a 12 pack Doubtful. He's a goaltender. Not going to happen. Ten-pack. We have stress-eating days, okay? It happens. We all have stress-eating days. My well, life is a stress-eating day. Well, us goaltenders have it a little bit more than most, I would say. Yeah, because you guys put so much stress on you. Oh, God, I can't change my routine. 
Hey, gotta do I, everything I perfectly. Had, I've got. You're I've right. Got to, four I've got to pork lock chop. the door three times before behind me. I've got to have four pork chops. I got to have three apples. I got to sleep twice during the day. I only sleep once. I took one nap. I had four pork chops, four small pork chops, handful of carrots, and two pieces of bread with butter, margarine. Excuse me, margarine, not butter. Yeah, and it has, it has to, to be. It has to be, it has to be. I can't believe it's not butter. That yes, because that's all it was. There was no country cock in Canada. There wasn't. It was always no country crock in Canada because it's can can cannot do it without country crock in Canada. You're doing great. Thanks. I thought I was going to click one, but I'm like, nope. I gotta gotta be picking. There you go. You're welcome. But anyways, no. I tough break here for the Flyers. Also, Brandon Gallagher still out on the lineup with a concussion. Still no decision yet from the doctor for the Montreal Canadiens, by the way. With the Montreal Canadiens, but big news coming out of the American capital. Big news. Not that other news. We're talking about hockey news, by the way. Well, that's not, that's not our podcast. I'm sure there's something no. here on SoundCloud or, you know, there's something here, you know, that's just... I mean, we could totally go into politics. Oh, no? Okay. What? Did, that, one, that one failed. It really failed. You're right. Katie's going to listen to this, and she's going to be like, you guys need to stop with that damn soundboard. <laughs> You guys are, that's too much. And then she's going to, and then we're going to stop doing it. You know what she's going to do? Oh, God. Okay. How about? No. Anyways. So, but big news out of the American capital. Alex. Nicholas Backstrom, five years, $46 million. Finally, a good goaltender in Washington. Wait a second. Wait, not the goaltender, Nicholas Backstrom? No, the other one. There is a joke from five years ago. Oh, crap. Where's the button? I missed it. I missed it. You missed it. Darn it. Um, So a little bit more specifics about this. This is um, coming from Pierre uh, Lebrun. At Pierre V. Lebrun. That is correct. Who used to Uh, have his Twitter handle with ESPN on it because he worked for TSN, ESPN, Pierre Lebrun. He did everything. He did. Hockey Night Canada and everything. So how this works out is... The it's going to be a $9.2 million cap hit with an AAV of 9.2. No um, bonuses other than signing bonus, which it goes 6 million, 5 million, 3 million, 5 million, 6 million. So it's kind of a little yep kind of thing. And don't forget, folks, Ovechkin is signed for 9.538 through next season. Right. But so this is it's great for Backstrom, first of all. But bigger, it keeps the idea of having Ovechkin with Backstrom for the rest of their careers. Because remember... Potentially. Correct. But what I'm saying, it well, because was, wasn't he was in, he's a modified no-trade... It's a, it's a modified no-trade clause for the last two years of his contract extension, which the, um, the modified, it's he, play, he player submits a 15-team tr- uh, no-trade list. Which at that point is actually still, which is still less than which the league Which starts has. July 1st, 2023. And um, it's a full no-move the first three years. Right, and the contract extension starts um, the 2020-21 season, so next season. Yeah, and, well, at the end of next season. July- right, and... and if you look at the so con- before the lockout, if you look at this contract, it is front loaded. It's twelve million. So total salary going year down, it's twelve, ten, six, ten, eight in millions. So yeah, if you're looking last year to first year, it's front loaded, but it's really not. And you know, what well, is? I like the idea. There's, of, there's a, at, a a bit of a blip, but 
at this point, I like the idea of keeping Baxter and Ovechkin together. It's like Kane and Taves at this point. It works. Because, well, they've won cups. Had Ovechkin, if they not won in 2018, I'd be like, all right, find yourself a team. Ovechkin's not signing in 2021 with the Capitals if they hadn't won a cup yet. There's not a chance that he would do that. Okay, listen, Henrik Lundqvist has his own agenda, all right? He's got his own clothing line, his own whatever. He's doing his own thing in New York. But now that they've won their cup, they had their ring, they had the greatest bender in the history of benders. Literally bending the cup. Dude, Caddyshack, the set of Caddyshack cannot be compared to the Washington Capitals celebration. And people that talk about Caddyshack said you had to be there for Caddyshack. Regardless. I saw a behind-the-scenes thing on it. Okay? Uh, shut up. It's like the dirt, Motley Crue, except in one summer. But okay. I think now you could do that. You could sign him for the next five or six years together, ride it out. Ovechkin scores 900 goals in his career, and that's it. Because he could – come on. I, are you not cheering for Ovechkin at this point to do it? Do what? To beat Gretzky's all-time record? No. You're not cheering for it? No. I don't care. You don't care? I mean, well, what's what's the all time record? What nine thirty six? No, eight ninety four. Eight ninety four. So pretty much, he scores nine hundred goals. It's the record, and I would love to see that because I like to see records get broken. You know what? Go for it. Thousand goals. Okay, that's a lot. Go for it. That's a lot. Go for it. Well, I mean, Marty Berdur hit over five hundred wins. He's still the only. Well, think about it. He's still the only goaltender to ever do that. How many goals has he scored this season? Already. Yeah. A bit. Good question. So if you think about it, I don't know how many he's at right now, but... Pulling it up. Hell, if he gets to 900, give him, like, what, two, three seasons? 28 this year. There are 47 games total? played. What's total? 686. Mm. Through over a little over, little over 1,100 games. I... 636, okay. You have a phone, dude. If you're going to do the math... No, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm, just give me, let me, give me a second. Just thinking about it. All right, I'm giving him, he's got six seasons to do it. Like I said, you sign him for five or six years after this contract, it's plenty of time. He could literally for a thousand hit, goals. He could literally hit 900 and score 10 goals in his last season. Whichever, however long he signs a contract for. I don't see it going longer than five goals for in his last season. He'll probably be at that age where he'll just only be able to score 10. Nah. He'll be like Patty Marlowe. He scored eight. And that's all he has to do is sit in the face off dot. And he's six foot three. Yeah. No, he's not a tall dude. No, Alex, we're six foot two. Yeah. I didn't think he was that tall. He's a big Russian. He never, he's never looked that tall. I know Malkin's six foot. Four, six, five, something like that. Malkin's a big boy. Ovechkin has always looked very vastly shorter than Malkin. But regardless, good news out of Washington. They were able to pull something out of their keisters and do the thing. They got Backstrom for five more years yep. at, a, at a reasonable contract. I, well, I think reasonable. I don't know. Yep. Wait, after you win the cup, who cares about contracts anymore? It's when you're trying to win a cup. When you win a cup, when you after you win, that's why the Hawks nowadays are like a joke. Like, why are they getting the band back together? Well, they've won three cups. Yeah. Who cares? That's why Tom Wilson has the contract that he does. Who cares? We Who want a cup. Who cares? I think they only really do that. They don't do the Griffins games anymore. Michigan Tech is really good. See, 
Me and Katie do it at Davenport games. I know you guys do, and we do it at no, at, no at basketball games. Oh, oh, when Mike when Mike Lee's given the starting lineup, there's oh, no starting. No, lineup no, 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 no. Uh, you do you do your part. I do Mike Lee. Okay. Starting at guard. Oh, yeah. Six, a five foot nine senior out of Port Wayne, Indiana, Jamal Henderson. Who can you do a really good Mike Lee, dude? I've known Mike for let's see, no, hold, no seven. I've hold known on, Mike for on, seven hold years. Hold on, I want you with a straight face. I want you to say Guillermo Gordita, please. Hold on, okay, here we go. <sighs> Gotta get my Mike Lee. <laughs> no, because. The way he says Jean-Philippe Marquette, Marquette for D2 is hilarious. Jean-Philippe Marquette. Jean Marquette. Jean-Philippe. He likes to emphasize the P. So what was the name again? Guillermo Gordita. That's a basketball player? No. Just say it. Guillermo Gordita. One more Guillermo time. Guillermo Gordita. Guillermo Gordita. Guillermo Gordita. What, the, what 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 happened there? Are you okay? So, <laughs> the band director for the marching band, his name's Will Gordillo. Oh no! Well, and his uh, well, his like actual name is Guillermo. Wait, this is the Will that you've known forever through like Genesis stuff. Yes. Right? Okay, the one that did Uptown Funk but doesn't know what, actually what he's doing. Got yes. It. So we make the joke that his last name. Gordillo has been pronounced incorrectly so many times. It's like, screw it. Just call him like Guillermo Gordita. You actually told Mike. No. Alex, Mike Lee is Ron Burgundy. You give him the prop. (laughs) He reads the prop. I know. We haven't done it yet, but I totally want to. And I will write out like G-U-Y-E-R-M-O-G-O-R-D-I-T-A. There's a basketball game tomorrow. I totally could do it. Don't you dare. Guillermo Gordita. <laughs> Guillermo Gordita. He'll say it just Arriba. like. <laughs> <laughs> Where does John Philippe? John Philippe Marquette. He, he loves, he, he's waiting for him to score on home ice. You've, 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 you kind of lost it, but the, the first take you did, that was a really good. That was a really I have good. to really chant. I have to like smoke a pack of cigarettes or whatever in order to get to that voice. It's. My man, the yes, first I'll be home soon. The first time I Goodbye. met Mike was my freshman year. It was a volleyball game, and I said, "I'm like, hi, I'm Tyler. I'll be doing the sound with you." I'm like, "I was like, hello, Tyler. Nice. It's a pleasure to meet." And he did his thing. I'm like, looked over at Ryan. I'm like, my boss at the time. I'm like, holy cow, there's a voice for you. Yeah, smoke a pack a day for the next thirty years. You have a shot. There's that, a. Well, no, then, that po- no that- then, you'd, then you'd sound like this, and you're just going like, you kind of sound like Heath Ledger's Joker kind of thing, except for worse. Except for worse. But I... I've- no, he's just got a velvety voice. It's the reason why he does what he does. He could not... I, how he's not on radio, I don't know. And it's funny. He tells me, like, how he got the PA job with the Panthers was, like, some out-of-the-blue miracle once-in-a-lifetime deal. I'm like... I was an NAIA team. I was doing games for all the other sports, not basketball or volleyball. I'm just saying, all I'm saying is this. The fact that he doesn't do, like, the drive games is ridiculous. No offense to Eric Zane, but he is not good for basketball. Zane is not good for basketball. 
I, I, all I'm saying is this. I would love to hear three-pointer corner pocket. Oh, oh, it's three ball corner pocket. Three ball corner pocket. I would love to hear that all game long compared to oh, a so, three-pointer. So we had a girl named Alex, Alex Law, and all she did was shoot three-pointers. I saw that. Don't worry. I saw it. She would just shoot. She was not good at anything else but shooting threes. She could not pass, couldn't run, couldn't juke, couldn't dribble, anything. So her name is Jenna Falkenberg. Pretty much. <laughs> Except Jenna Falkenberg. Did Jenna Falkenberg shoot threes? No! She's in tight. She can't even shoot twos. <laughs> and yet she's the player of the game or whatever. <laughs> is that how bad they are? That Jenna Dude. We're, okay, back. All right. We're on a time crunch here for you. Let's get to it. We, we got a couple more things here. Got a couple more but things. Alex Law. She would shoot threes, and if she got going, Mike Lee got going. Oh, of course. Three in a row? Oh, my gosh. If you ever – I waited for it because at that point, I only wanted her to make shots just to hear Mike Lee because Mike Lee had the best call. She is the law. Alex Law from three. That's what he would do. The law from three. She is the law. Like, like Judge Dredd, I am the law. Well, Mike Lee – she is the law. And I'm just like, yeah. Probably I mean, the reference he was going for. That, except he couldn't because his voice, I, I don't, his excited voice is just a slightly higher pitch than his normal voice. He can't go any lower, can't go any higher. He has one octave and it's perfect. It's not, Alex, when we go on radio, I'm going to call him to do just voice. We? When we go on the radio. For what? Just shut up. When? When we go on the radio. <laughs> Never. I want him to do our intro. Dude, are you we, high? I, I want him to do our intro. And now, here comes the Keel Brothers. Tyler and Alex on 95.7. We're not a music. There's no way we're music DJs. Of course we are. Hey, this is the morning show with Tyler and Alex. <laughs> and I'm your host. And his name is John C. <laughs> Joke's on you. My name's Alex. Huh? Man, that was such a bad joke. Alex, I can't believe you do that, man. I'm just going to give you this kind of treatment. Damn! All right, that's enough of that. All right, okay. So we got to look at it. See, that's why we can't be radio DJs. We'd just be hitting buttons. So we just none of us. We would somehow talk in memes. Yes. And we would just be the best radio show in Grand Rapids because, let's be honest, there's really just free bear and hot wings. Uh, there's Rover's Morning Glory. That show is just dumb. And then there's uh, it's not even a Grand Rapids show anyway. And then what's it? Uh, what's it? Um, Connie and Fish. Uh, That's a good one. Which one's that? That's like ninety-five-seven. Whatever oh. the pop one is, Katie listens to. It. Oh, oh, there's well, there's ja- well, there's Jackie Green and Rachel. Johnny and Fish. I like Jackie Green. Well, I like Jackie Green because she used to work for Jardy. Anyways, anyways, we should go back to hockey here. Yeah. That's so a nice old talking about life. things that make you go. Damn! I totally you literally had the button, and you decided, you know, just no, nope, nope, nope. We're just cutting it off. It. Nope, we're just gonna give it the yo. Know, we're just giving, we're just giving you that right there. Okay, fine. But big things happen on Saturday. It's big the, hits. The biggest battle of Alberta in the regular season, probably biggest since battle of Alberta in the best way possible. You're trying so hard. I'm trying. No, it's. Probably since the 2016-17 season when they both made the playoffs, this is probably the biggest regular season game just because 
of the standings of where they both are and how good the teams are right now in their respective division. Edmonton right now, they're actually tied in points. No, they are tied across the board. Edmonton wins, though, with the regulation overtime wins. They are both 25-18-5 with 55 points. However, Edmonton has won 21 games, 21 regulation wins. Calgary has 17 regulation overtime wins. Edmonton has 23 to Calgary's 21. Regardless, they're neck and neck. They are right there. Arizona is sitting there like, they're right behind us, man. And if Kemper doesn't come back soon, we're in trouble. Who's our goaltender? I don't know. We got rid of Domingo a long time ago. We're in Who trouble. Who cares? We've got Kessel and Hall to score We goals. got Kessel and Hall and Neckman Larson, Connor Garland. And Kessel Hall. Garland. Kessel. Hey, we got that kid, Clayton Keller. Remember how good he was used to be? But hey, he's still there. Let's go. Hey, you know what? Oh, hi. Sorry, the door is all of a sudden just open. I'm like, mother, a member of the peanut gallery. She just, she has an idea for dinner tonight. What's I don't care. I know you're not going to be here. I'm having chicken. Well, we have chicken in the fridge. Well, we were hoping you guys, I thought, I didn't know you had a show or class on Wednesday nights. I do. Because then we could have, we could have, because they're doing a TJ Fridays thing, two for 20 bucks. Oh, I already seen it. Well, yeah. They're talking about stuff and things. Yeah, no, yeah. Lighting stuff. Because it's funny. With the headsets, they're, we can't even hear them. Can't even hear. No. We would well, need, no, we, I can hear. Well, we can hear, but it's not picking up on here. We'd actually right. have to relay it. We could kind of faintly hear them with the old mics. We'd actually have to get a mic for them. Yeah. But Battle of Alberta, specifically Matthew Kachuk and good old freaking bald head Cassian. Is he apparently that's not doing cocaine anymore? No, but he However, still looks like it. Hey, but say his teeth say otherwise. Well, no, like that be that would be no bad. his face. No, his just teeth. his face. Because wait, don't eyes wait. Is it like meth? Crazy, or is it, it's meth that you lose your teeth, right? I don't know. I'm pretty Kelly, sure if you did Kelly any nurse, sort of drug, is it meth that makes teeth. you lose your teeth? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, math. now granted, Cassian probably lost his teeth from getting punched in the face and high stick and stuff. But big boy hockey, as he calls big it. Big boy. Even though he's like what this tall. Mm, big boy hockey. Big boy hockey. You know, play. You gotta play big boy hockey. Then you so have to Matthew answer the best. So Matthew Kachuk, son of Keith, brother of Brady. Well, let's just just say this here: Matthew Kachuk lays some some out. Well, Cassian. He's called, a pest. He's a taller, more Cassian well, referred to them as predatorial hits on Zach Cassian. Predator- specific coming from Zach Cassian, who tried to kill half of the Anaheim Ducks listen, during the though, playoffs entire, in 2017. Listen, what? On both sides of the net, flames were going after Oilers and hitting them up high behind the net. It's the I'm Battle sorry, of Alberta. That's, that's what happened. It's what happened the entire game. They caught stampeding. <laughs> so, Ka- so this happens to Cassian. Kachuk lays three hits total on him. I think. No, uh, well, two three, big ones. Two big ones, the predatorial ones, and then three Ugh, total in the pre- entire game. Listen, Cassian cannot talk about predatorial ones. Uh, Cassian They're gets, both from below the goal line as well. We should mention this. That's Kachuk was coming too. in from the point, line yeah. him up, doing what we do in, BIA, like in NHL and be a pro, just seeing a guy coming around behind the net Predatorial. and just bolt at him. Exactly. Predatorial, part near charging. Part near, I digress. Cassian, after one of them, goes after Kachuk, ragdolls him, throws his helmet off, starts wailing on him. Kachuk, Kachuk doesn't. Kachuk turtles, doesn't Kachuk, do anything. He doesn't turtle. He, holds, he totally turtled. He's he's holding on for dear life. Well, yeah, he's turtling because Cassian's throwing around like a freaking ragdoll kid. Chuck doesn't drop the gloves, doesn't punch, is just along for this roller coaster ride 
They, and it really looked like, you know, those videos of the two men where it was like in Las Vegas where they just catapult him into the air. Basically. That's really what looked like Kachuk was riding right there. Just holding on for everything. And it didn't look like it was going to go well for him. No. So Cassian, after this, there's all this uproar. Cassian believes that what he did was right because he was getting hit very predatorially and blah, 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 blah. And now he gets a uh, two-game suspension. And Cassian in the... Uh, oppressor right after morning skate. Right after the game, he pretty much called him out. Well, no, he too. called him out on it, but after the um, suspension was dealt, he had a morning skate, and in the presser after the morning skate, he said um, that, you know, if he he respects the league's decision, but he would do it all over again. Oh, absolutely. Paraphrasing. Because, oh, remember when, oh gosh, was it Kevin Bieksa or Keith Yandel that speared Brad Marchand and got fined for it? And he said, oh man, the best 5000 ever spent. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's what you do. It, Especially the Battle of Alberta. Kachuk's a pest, are, and you're telling me that would... would well, 5,000 is like pennies to them, so... Yeah. She said 5,000 is pennies to these players, which is yeah. true. Which uh, We've gone into the whole fines before, and I hate the fact that they find players in this league because it should be 10,000 minimum at these days if you want to actually send a message. Or, or, it, or it should be a percentage of contracts. Like how suspensions are. Ooh, I like that. Because, obviously, if Martin Marinson with 700 grand gets fined... $5,000. That's going to mean a little bit more to... It should be percentage. Than, I like that. Yeah. I know they... Well, the suspensions are for percentage because you lose X amount of dollars based on how long you play. Because remember how Tom Wilson with the 20 games was going to lose like... Oh, I couldn't tell you how much money he was going to lose. It was a lot. It was a lot because that's what happened. But, but I I agree with Cassian to go with it. We got time, Alex. The three-on-three three won't be... The three on relatively. Continue. The three-on-three won't be too long. We talked about that, but Cassian, I agree for what he did. Yeah, stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna have, Darnell Nurse fight? No, Darnell Nurse is a gosh darn liability. No, with the, Ca- Cassian, you, it's Cassian's a, job. He's big enough. It's Cassian's job. He's big now enough. That, his head's bald enough. He can fight. Kachuk, he's doing his job. Doesn't have to fight. How many times have seen Marshan fight? Little to none. Exactly. And if he does fight, it's versus like other skilled. If Marshan has, if you ask Marshan. If he's ever been in a fight before, and he said, if he's been in more than 10 fights in his career, and he says yes, his nose will actually grow a little bit longer. <laughs> he's been, he's been. Damn! Okay. I got to get quicker on this. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. We're we'll rookies there. at this. But you have to remember, there's a little delay from the, d- from the start of from it the to pressing. the day. I know. I have to like, you have to like get ready for it. I have to mentally prepare for it. But anyways, back to this. My thing is, would I like to see Kachuk fight on basis of oral my my own old school thinking? Yes, but do I understand why he's doing it or not fighting? Absolutely. Why do I like? I, I get it. He should have fought. He should have. It's it's the best thing though to do. Yeah, but n- both guys know their. Kachuk knows his job. Yeah, well, we score we talked goals about this he, before though. If you you, if you you're gonna you, sit there and you're just gonna go after people and hitting them high. Whether or not it's to the head, if you hit someone high, they're not going to be happy with it. Here's if the thing. It, he never, he, he it ne- was a dirty check regardless of whether or not it was a penalty, and he should have answered the bell. Period. They were because not you, high hits. You complain because they, were nev- they were never all the time about how these players are being pests, and then... No, he should have fought. So if, he, if what I'm not saying fighting, is that he understands then, his role. He understands what his job is. Kachuk should have fought. Now, do I agree with the fact that the hit should have been suspendable or findable? No. Why? Because they were not to the head. Cassian was hunched over, like he was turning on both hits. Kachuk did not hit him in the head. He hit him 
shoulder or side. That, yes, he did the helicopter. They weren't blindside checks. That's hockey. You go to the playoffs and you tell me that that hit's going to get called. I'll laugh at you. It's not going to happen. This ain't the double IHS. But this ain't the playoffs. This is regular season. Oh, like the refs are going to try to call a penalty against in that game? Are you kidding me? You totally should have. It doesn't matter what game it is. Refs are supposed to call it like it's. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's preseason. doesn't matter if it's the all-star game. doesn't matter if it's playoffs. They should call the rules how they're supposed to be. Should. I'm sorry. Should, could, and would are three different things. Exactly. But they should because it's the freaking rules. That's their job. But here's the problem. Come playoff time, nobody's dropping gloves. Someone's going to take a number, and Kachuk's going to get decked. Now, I'm not going to deter this into the massive instigator rule because guess what? We don't have time for that. You yeah, go at this him. point, just freaking get his number and slash him upside the head. Apparently, that's what's going to have to happen. In order for anyone to get to uh, same thing with Kachuk, I say with Marshan. Someone's going to have to drop Marshan in order for a message to be sent to him. The league's not going to do anything. The league could suspend him five games. Marshan doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. You have to give him the Rafi Torres treatment if you want to get him to get actually get his attention. Or, like you said, Alex, give him what for? Drop him. Stop him upside the head. I don't care. Apparently, it's gonna, someone's going to have to make sorely. And guess what? It's going to be a whole thing. And you know what? People, and they're like, the, wow, I can't believe this happened to Marshan. And the player's going to look like, like listen. No. That, sorry, oh, yeah, the computer paper is just going to go on the list of things Marshan and Kachuk did. I'm like, this is why it happened. And then the league's going to be like, well, that was a lot of bad things. Maybe we should have treated. Yeah, you should have. How many times has Marshan speared people? So you just take the stick and. Uh, I want to say less than I have. But then again, he's, this, is in his, this is from my high school midget. I never did it in college. So high school midget years to Brad Marshan's entire NHL career, which was longer. So, yeah, I'd say, I'd, I'd say close to the same number. Enough. Yes. And I, it's bad. Alex, we have five minutes. Yeah, but I still got to go. I know. You said class is at six, right? You have something to be over at six. Yeah, class is at six, but I still have to drive there. I still have to get ready for class, and I'm freaking hungry. It doesn't take half an hour. You want chicken? I got chicken. I want chicken. Chicken. Chicken with a cream sauce that Kelly made. It's in there. It's really good. Okay. You can take some of that. But Cassian was right. Kachuk was right for hitting. Wrong for not answering the bell. But he wasn't this point, right for hitting, but he had the right to hit. He had the right to hit, but it's his job. And the fact that the league is not going to do anything about it is the league's fault. They're going to have a Brad Marchand in the West now. Great. So 16 teams will have a problem with Marchand. 16 have a problem with Kachuk. It's going to be great. Everyone's going to have a good time. The game is beautiful. Hockey's awesome. The NHL is the best league in the world, but has no idea what it's doing. Once Calgary again. versus Boston in the Stanley Cup final, and Brad Marchand and Kachuk just get into Kachuk. a It'll be a classic game, stick fight. Oh, game, my gosh. Game seven. Both of them smack each other upside Dude, the head, it's, and they no, it's no be, longer can play hockey no, ever. No, it's, it's going to be the ending of Yugblood. Someone's, Kachuk's going to score the, game, the, the penalty shot goal with one second left, and then they're going to have a stick duel, which leads to a fight. Okay, yeah, I know you've never seen Young Blood. Rob Lowe gets into a fight. It's you got to watch it to understand. If those who've seen Young Blood, you're like, oh my gosh, that's totally gonna happen. Because it's funny because Kachuk plays for Team in Red, so did Young Blood. And I forget the guy's name in the movie, but they were black and yellow, like Brad Marchand. It's gonna be beautiful. It's gonna be legend. It's gonna be lit- literally like theater. Legend. Wait for it. 
Hope Basically. you're not lactose intolerant because it's dairy legendary. Yeah. Hello, no, that's not it. Oh God. <laughs> Hello, darkness. Legendary. <laughs> yeah. Hello, darkness, my friend. You know what? The ending of that ser- the ending of that show was yes, it was bad. It was it was definitely yeah. Bad. Hello, darkness, oh, my old friend. Sake, just stop. The, the ending was awful. But last thing of the show, Tyler. What is happening in All-Star Weekend? Well, they're going to have a, have some players wear some ugly sweaters once again, this time with more color. They're not bad, but they're not good. No, a few more players that are not going to be at the All-Star game because they don't want to be. Uh, I'm hoping, Fred, you know, can we just hope and pray that Frederick Anderson pulls a Tuca and not plays? Please, for my sake. I, I just don't, I don't want him to. Because yeah, but you're also the same guy. That's, you know, he deserves it. He deserves it. He deserves, he deserves, he deserves the, to be in the All-Star game. He deserves the honor to be selected for the All-Star game. I don't want him to play for the, just because of my team. Now, granted, yes, it is a problem of players pulling out because they don't want to play. Ovechkin, Rask, Marc-Andre Fleury. I get it. Who cares? If they don't want to play, they don't have to play. Ovechkin, what, what do you need Ovechkin to play every How many years in a row did, did Gretzky miss an All-Star game? I don't think he probably, ever did. Yeah. I know. I don't think he did. No, he, he was in his rookie season, and he was the best player in the world by year three. There's no way he missed a single All-Star game. Even in 99, when he was not the best player in the league anymore, 98 wasn't the best player in the league, 97. He never missed an All-Star game. Because why? He's Wayne Gretzky. Connor McDavid will probably never miss an All-Star game ever again. Oh, he will. Because we want to know why? He's Connor McDavid. He only missed one because he was hurt, remember? He's Connor McDavid. Who cares? But he'll never have to worry about that ever again. He could take a year off of Etching Ken. Crosby Ken as well. All right, I'm taking over. There's going to be a three-on-three women's game, correct? Yes, three-on-three women's game. Nine players, one goaltender each team. The rosters have not been announced yet. It was literally just announced before we got in today, before we started recording the show. Breaking news. And not as breaking. Well, let me actually, let me check my Twitter. Anything on Twitter? Nothing on Twitter. No. But the, so it's going to be nine players, one goalie. And the players for each team are going to be selected from the women's team of Team Canada and the United States. Okay. Yeah, no, it's going to be Canada versus the U.S. It is going to be... It, and it's funny because I, I called you, because Kelly and I were going back to the car, and I was losing my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. i got to call Alex. She's like, what's the news? What's the news? And I told you, and she's like, that's it? And I'm like... That's it. That's Canada-U.S. women's hockey is... Uh, at, at this point, I think it's the most hated rivalry in international hockey. Canada-U.S. and Canada-Russia, yeah, they're big games. Russia-U.S. still a big game. Mm, but it's yeah. not 1972. It's, it's not 1987. Big, though, though. It's not 2010. Oh, it's, it's still big. It's still big, but it's not the women's game because, because Alex, it's different because those are the teams they are yes. the they are the two powerhouses yeah it was it was like because the men's game is a lot more spread out now granted yes finland congratulations making it last year they made it to the final got screwed nonetheless but what i'm saying is this setting I if think- people if people think it's just gonna be this fun little three on three oh watch them go back watch the best dude there's gonna be some chippiness it's gonna be awesome well, yeah, but I'm so. The, I think the 
most important part about this, the, the, the thing that we need to get across is the fact that it's three-on-three three women's hockey. It's not just three players doing three different skills competitions. It's, there will be that too, I think, as far as I know. But regardless, there is, I mean, you had women's players in the ECHL All-Star Game, or it's, it's coming up, something like that in Wichita. And this is 20 women's players playing in All-Star Weekend. It's huge. It's growing the game. And, and especially in the, ti- in, in the time that it is right now, with all the whole WNHL, NWHL, hashtag one league, whatever. Now crap. here's the, now here's the question. Well, go ahead, finish your point. What whatever you want to call it, you need to push women's hockey, and it needs to keep momentum. This is one way that they're doing it, and it's also the reason why they're doing stuff for, with the ECHL because they're doing it at all the levels wherever they can. Because remember, they did the National Women's Hockey League game after I believe it was St. Louis Nashville game last year. And it was streamed for, uh, live on Facebook Watch. And it was really cool. It got a lot of views. But here's the thing. I, I personally, for the sake of this one league movement, I want it to just be players of the Pro Women's Hockey Association. Players Association. Why? I don't because it's the idea of getting everyone to focus on the one league. If you want to include NWHL players, go for it. But the best players... I want people to try to correct me on this at NWHL. Come at me. I don't care. The why, best, don't, why don't you just, okay. The best players in the this? world are you, not playing in the NWHL, Alex. So why don't you just do this? Okay. Do what every other freaking league does. And hey, we have this new league, NWHL, WNHL, whatever you want to call it, the Women's Hockey League, WHL. There's no new league yet. It's just NWHL and the players. So I'm, what I'm saying is, okay, great. Hashtag one league. NWHL, no longer a thing. You have this new league. It's the only women's hockey league in the world that is on this, hold on, on this scale. And you know what? Anyone who wants to play in this league, submit a form to be in the draft. You have as many teams as you want, and you know what? They select just like a draft would. So you know what? Your best players, they're going to be your first round players, your second round players. And then from there, you have whatever the NHL, NWHL best players if they're not the best of the world who care and then you also have your your foreign players people from South Korea so you're pretty much like okay Sweden, so you're saying Finland who cares start a new league problem is Alex it's not that simple they want a fully functional professional league yes you, and so they need have ba- one they need backing and Gary Bettman has consistently even though Elliot Friedman almost dropped a bomb at the Heritage Classic pretty much said is that he's not going to He's not going to force out the NWHL. He's pretty much going to have to say, it's either going to sink or swim. If it sinks, then we'll step in. And he didn't say that directly, but it's, that's what he's implying. Then it's the NWHL's fault. So you're agreeing with what I said long ago when the CWHL folded. When the better Canadian professional women's league, the, be- better, Canadian, the better professional women's league, quote unquote, folded, what I said was the NWHL should follow suit because guess what? They're going to hinder this growth. And guess what? I'm right. I love the fact they're on or, Twitch. Or, or here's a, a different idea, and this is going to be the last thing I say because I actually have to go. Yep. Um, but you know what? Paul Rabel decided that, you know what? I want an all-star league, basically. He decided to open up the Premier Lacrosse League. These teams, they don't have 
Holmes. They are just different teams that go around. And they 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 tour the tour yeah. the country, playing the best lacrosse they possibly can. They do it on weekends, and I think it's like four. How many ever teams they get on NBCSN? They showcase themselves. Why? Because they decided to freaking do it, and they did it by themselves. If this player, women's players association want to play and they want to be the best and they want this league or whatever, they're going to have to do it themselves. I don't, care if, need, I don't care if they get back you know, funding from corporations. They if, need funding first. It, I don't Paul care. Rabel had a lot of people behind him, including his own money. Exactly. I don't care how you do it. You need to figure it out. Stop complaining. Just do it. They're not complaining. They're t- we're working. They are working to get to it. They need, but they need help. And the NHL is just waiting in the wings. They are waiting like a you lion don't wait, in the don't grass. Don't wait on the NHL. Do it for yourself by yourself. All right. Elon Stop. Musk, we have an idea. Don't wait, don't wait for your Uncle Gary to come and help you bail you out or whatever. No. Elon, make it's your Uncle own, Elon. Uncle make Elon your Musk. own money. Do what you need to do. Leagues are not founded by other leagues. Leagues found themselves. The NHL was not founded by any league. Period. The WHL was not founded like enough by another league. Well, period. The NHL kind the, of was. It was the NHA, and they just kicked out one owner. Basically. Long story short. So okay, NW, NHA was not founded by someone else. XFL, AAFL, AFL, whatever. It was not find, find, fun, founded by different leagues. You need to do it yourself. You need to do it how you want to do it. Period. That's it. I'm done hearing complaining. I'm done hearing, oh, the NHL needs us. No. Just do it yourself. Go. Do Elon it. Musk. We need funding. Bill Gates and Elon Musk combined for the best league sure. in the world. Sure. Go freaking Elon Musk. Yeah. Hell, where, where's Tesla located? It's in, out in California. Freaking the, L, the LA Cybertrucks. Sure. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> that's the worst. That LA Cyber Zambonis. It's just a cyber truck with a towel with a and a hose. With a squeegee. Because that's. <laughs> and then and then you can you can there's promote hanging, curling. There's a guy out hanging off the back of it doing this. Yeah. And then you promote curling because behind the Zamboni you have a bunch of people just curling. That's it. <laughs> Throwing stones on the ice slowly. Oh boy. I digress. I have to leave. Yep. So. I think this is a good way to end the show. Use hashtag the cool podcast. Tweet us at hashtag TKP. Let us know what you think. Tell us what you think about three on three. Kachuk Cassian. Regardless, I am excited. It's going to be great. Use the hashtag TKP. We'll talk to you guys next week when we have a guest. Big guest coming up here soon. Can't announce anything yet, but Alex. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.